Alright, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice. Check one. My mic sound nice. Check two. My mic sound nice. Check three. Are you ready to rock your Hey everyone, it's A. Nicole, and I thank you for tuning in to the first episode of my new Nikki's Thoughts podcast. I really appreciate you all's support um, to my veterans who've been rocking with me for a long time. And I also want to welcome any new listeners um, to both the A. Nicole brand and the Nikki's Thoughts. Um, I don't want to call it a movement. But the, the Nikki's Thoughts brand as well. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar with me um, and who I am, uh, I guess I'll get the formal stuff out the way. I am a behavioral scientist. I am a life coach. I am a motivational speaker. I am a multipreneur like I worked in jobs, man. Uh, I am a healer. Um, I'm really big into holistic health. Um, and I'm a sister. I'm big on the sisterhood. Totally big on the sisterhood. So uh, I had a podcast. Well, I still do. Black Sauce Podcast. Uh, and I had taken a break from it. Just a little bit to live my life. Cultivate my other brands and things. And um, the mic was just calling me. So uh, I'm I'm back. And I'm I'm excited to share my thoughts and everything outside of my viral Instagram Therapy Thursday and things like that. Um, just to give a little bit of background of how I started all of this, uh, I want to say four years ago, on my first my first year of my PhD program, um, I was just going through some motherfucking going through. And every Thursday, I just decided to set some time to the side to just talk about real life stuff and to like really spill my thoughts, just raw thoughts, um, my ideologies and the way that I looked at things such as dating, life, parenting, and I've never had a filter. So um, it just caught on. And, you know, at first I was doing it just kind of like self-talking, making sense of, um, the higher echelon of psychology that I was learning um, and just applying it to real life things and in a sister girl way. And it just like really caught on. And just every Thursday, me and my followers, we just rock. So make sure you're following my page at Nikki's Thoughts on Instagram. That is N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. I did all that without messing it up. So... Since this is the first episode, I just kind of want to keep it a bit unstructured. I'm trying to figure out how I want to do everything, especially with this just being myself now. Um, with the Black Sauce podcast, I had a panel of about four of us. So uh, bear with me. Um, we still going to get lit. But I'm going to step outside of being the control overanalyzing Virgo and just kind of go with the flow on this first episode. So I've welcomed you. I've told you a little bit about who I am. Um, I want to talk about some some things that are in the current events. It's been like a crazy week for me, like crazy. Um, my son Kingston, 
He turns 11 on Saturday. So I've just been rushing, trying to do things for him. We're going to New York and shit at work, um, orders. Um, I also have a retail store, Black Sauce. And that's, you can find me on Instagram at Black Sauce LLC and online www.blacksaucellc.com. So fill in orders for that. I'm going to talk about my other business is your girl on tour and everything we get to that later but um i really wasn't able to like really get into what the hell was going on i just <laughs> yesterday caught up a little bit to this pusha t and this drake beef my feelings are fucking hurt like and and i still haven't weeded through everything i i um so y'all y'all might have to y'all might be commenting or emailing me like, ah, oh, Nikki, you had it wrong or no, you know, whatever. So uh, forgive me. Uh, it's been a long week. I also want to touch on um, the Roseanne uh, bar situation, just a little bit of that. Um, me coming from a mental health background, mental health professional, um, psychology scholar, behavior scientist, pharmacology nerd, and stuff like that. I do want to give my opinion on it. And I also want to talk about some relationship shit. Dating in the new millennium. Um, summer decorum. Because it's summertime. And I don't want y'all to be dealing with and and putting up with no fuck shit. So I want to talk about some summer decorum. Everything from this dress code that everybody wants to enforce when it starts to get warm. To just what y'all need to be doing. Keeping it light and free. Uh, I'm, I'm starting a Dear Nikki. So I do have, I picked two submissions. So if you want, if you have a dilemma... Or anything you can write into me, thoughts of a Nicole at gmail.com. And it's A N I C H O L E. You know, my mama was different. She just, she spelled my Nicole different. And she'll let you know in a second. Um, so when we'll get into that too. Um, I think that's everything. And then, you know, of course, I'll talk about where you can find me, the tour, and everything like that. So yeah, let's get, let's, let's, let's get into it. Okay, so unbeknownst to me, because um, I don't watch TV, if I do, I might tape a little bit of Judge Mathis or, and I really don't, I really don't watch Forensic Files um, as much or like the HLN or the ID channel because I be doing that shit in real life. So um, I really don't watch TV, but unbeknownst to me, Roseanne was rebooted. I remember watching it when I was a little girl here and there. And, you know, it was comical or whatever. So I was like, oh, all right, they rebooting it. How the hell is that going to work? Um, but I wasn't going to tune in. So it was brought to my attention. <laughs> like somebody came up to me and was like, you need to know this. But it was brought to my attention that um, Roseanne, I guess it was relaunched on ABC. It was a revival of it. And um, she had made like a Twitter remark about a former Obama aide. Um, Valerie, is it's either Jared or Jarrett. Don't come for me. It's been a long week. And she referred to her as looking like the offspring of the quote unquote Muslim Brotherhood and planet of the apes. Um, and of course, um, Jarrett or Jared, listen. 
is African-American and she was born to Iranian. Um, she was born in Iran to um, American um, parents, excuse me. So I guess, you know, ABC is taking a stand and they're like, we're not going to take this shit. You got to get the fuck on, you know, or whatever. Uh, it was said that she deleted her comment and she apologized. Uh, she said it. she 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 referred to it as a bad joke um, about her politics and her looks. And she said she should have known better. You know, don't take up for her. I um, mean, she's leaving Twitter. <laughs> oh, all right. So what I found really like interesting and cool was that Wanda Sykes, uh, she's a producer, uh, either a producer or a writer. Like she was just like, I'm not with the shits. I'm like out of here. And I was like, oh, go, go ahead, Wanda. You know, I always, I always like Wanda, you know, whatever. Yeah, Wanda's the homie. Uh, but wait, there's more. So they asked her and I was just like, all right, cool beans, whatever. But... It was the aftermath of that that kind of had me perplexed a little bit. So she goes on to say that um, basically she blames it on taking Ambien. And um, Ambien is typically used as a, um, a sleep aid medicine. That, that That's that real NyQuil. And so when I heard that, I was just like, wait a minute. So she's saying that Ambien made her say all that bullshit. Um, wait a minute. So let me, because y'all know I like to do shit verbatim. So she comes back and she tweets. I thought she had left Twitter, but maybe this was before. I don't know. But she says, guys, I did something unforgivable. So do not defend me. It was 2 a.m. in the morning. I was Ambien tweeting. It was Memorial Day too. I went too far and do not want it defended. Let's see. I made a mistake. I wish I hadn't, but hesitation. Don't defend it, please. So I had a little, you know, y'all y'all know my background. So I was like, wait a minute. I had to have a past a moment and just t- turn with me in your pharmacology Bibles because I have never known Ambien to do no shit like that. Never. And I've taken Ambien before. Um, when I was uh, in labor with Kingston, I had a natural, a natural delivery with him. And um, I went into labor with him on Wednesday and I didn't have him until Saturday. So, um, they kept sending me home because I wasn't dilated enough. So the doctor was just like, you just need to go to sleep. And he gave me an Ambien, took that motherfucking Ambien when I got home and threw it up. And when I tell you, just thinking about it now. So the makers of Ambien comes back and they like, hold the fuck up. You're not about to blame that shit on us. No, 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 no. So they release a statement via Twitter and they say people of all races, religions and nationalities work at Sanofi every day to improve the lives of people around the world. While all pharmaceutical treatments have side effects, racism is not a known side effect of any Sanofi medication. And I said, nah, 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 that's how you do it. I loved it straight to the point like, no, you're not about to put that shit on us. 
I, I, you're not about to put that shit on us. And my thing is, if that's how the fuck you really feel, just just stand in that. Stand in your racism. Stand in that. But to blame it on being up late at night. Now, I didn't been up late at night on some drink, whatever. And the most you're going to get out of me is a drunk text about some shit I probably shouldn't be texting you about. But I'm not about to go on a rant, you know, and just show this ugly side of me and just spew just 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 hatred um, to someone. So I just I was glad that the pharmaceutical company uh, came up immediately and was like, no. And, you know, that that's that's really cool. I was like, you know, all right, Uh, you got that. You got that. So um, I don't know what's going to become of Roseanne. I was talking to my mom about it, and my mom was just like, you know, of course she attributes it to this Trump society that we're in, and how he has everybody out here living their best racist life, and what some people need to realize is his consequences. It ain't enough consequences in my book, but um, in the words of Malcolm X, maybe one day we'll get to the mountaintop. I don't know. I doubt it, but um, you know, she she made a good point. What a lot of people should realize is there are consequences to everything. To every action, there's a reaction. And it shows how comfortable white America is with just saying whatever and giving bullshit excuses for their behavior. And they really think we're about to sit here and be like, yeah, you right, because you know I had Ambien. Or, yeah, you right. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. So, um... Yeah, I don't know what the hell she's going to do. But that was a, 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 a highlight for me that I read this week, uh, this hectic week. Um, like I said, I really don't know what's going on that much with the whole Drake and Pusha T thing. I was talking to a friend of mine about it today, and he was bringing me up to speed about it. And I was just like, I really need to read about this. Like, is there like a YouTube channel or something? Because, you know, people dedicate youtube stuff to like what is the beef and i was just like does it have to do with wayne i'm sure it might have something to do with wayne because you know drake is signed to young money or whatever but i heard that story of adonis and that shit made my fucking heart stop like that 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 was some like i i I had my heart i had like an anxiety attack like that's like the first disc record that and people were like, no, it ain't hard. It's soft. It's soft. And I'm just like, if if, if this is soft, I I I don't I I don't want Pusher to be my Pusher, cause cause this shit was motherfucking grinding. It was it was a lot. So yeah, so we'll see if Drake responds. Um, I think I was I was I was overhearing um some folks in the waiting room at work today saying that he's going to respond and he's going to ether and he's going to meek mill and all of that i don't know perhaps i should get back into this rap shit because i was listening to that shit like lord first the fat boys break up and every day i motherfucking wake up Whew, that was that was that was some really heavy shit so i'm sorry i really don't have no credits for y'all this week i'm gonna get better it just was a long week for me and i'm gonna stop making excuses but i do want to get into um the relationship stuff um i was speaking with a friend of mine and she was like you know 
your steak and potatoes a lot of what you talk about is relationships like that's what a lot of people like to hear is relationships and I just want to preface this and give this a disclaimer I am in no way a relationship guru I don't even like that word I don't even believe in that word um I don't think there's a such thing as a relationship guru because you ain't fucking dated everybody on this earth so how you gonna talk about everybody on this earth you know um, so th- when I, when I hear those type of words, I'll be like, or those phrases, terms, labels, I'll be like, nah, you know, I just, I just sometimes speak some real shit to make you feel shit. So let's see, uh, dating in the new millennia. I know that that can sometimes be very daunting. It's daunting for me. I am a, um, a single woman and I just, I know that we're so big on technology. Like, it's hard to, like, have a organic connection with someone. Like, back in the day, you can meet someone at your bookstore, walking down the street. Like, who walks these days? You you have some people, oh, that nigga don't got a car. Oh, yeah, she's hoofing it or whatever. Um, but, like, that whole, I've tried the tender. I've tried the... The plenty of fish and it just was horrible it was terrible 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 um but i understand that some people do find love on there um it's just not my cup of tea and i'm an introvert so i when i first started doing it i was like well you're an introvert so like this is like dope for you because you don't have to like go out like you get to just swipe or you get to just look at profiles and it just got just the monotony of Hey, how are you? Where are you located? Do you have kids? You know, you've been married. Do you want... It just it just was really um, monotonous to me. And one thing that I did realize um, is it can turn into just texting back and forth. And towards the end, I think I did online dating collectively for about six months altogether. Maybe two months this year, one month this year, whatever. So when I got towards like the end of it, when I decided to give Tinder a try, um, I had a rule. I was like, I'm not going to give you my phone number until after I meet you. I'm not going to give my social media. I'm not going to give anything where you can connect with me outside of Tinder or yeah, it was just Tinder because I I had got off of that plenty of fish shit. Mm Mm-mm. Um, and those were the only two that I tried. And, you know, people like guys just, you know, wasn't feeling it. A lot of guys wasn't feeling it. And I was just like, well, I mean, it costs you nothing. Pay me no mind. You don't have to. But there was a method to the madness and why I said that. What I started to notice the trend. Y'all know I'm a researcher, too. When you give, when you meet people on these sites or whatever, and you give them your number. Now, this is just me. I'm not saying this is everybody. Because, um, you know, people be quick. That ain't me. I noticed that, all right, I think you're cool. You think I'm cool. You want my number. Here's my number. We would just text after that. Never meet up. You know, just every morning, W-I-D, S-U-P. And I ain't like that. I'm an intellect. So, like, I just would be, now you got my number. So, it's, like, awkward. Or when we finally did meet and it didn't, it was no chemistry, now you got my number. Um, And 
and you might have thought the chemistry was great and I'm like nah I wasn't feeling it and then you got my number so I I found that when I said you know what I'll give you my number when I meet you and if the chemistry is good it accelerated dudes to want to meet me you know oh damn I have to meet you to get your number all right so it went from we going back and forth back and forth back and forth to oh okay so what are you doing this weekend or what are you doing tomorrow like maybe we can meet and grab some coffee and that's another thing I you ain't we ain't gotta go to no five-star restaurant meet and greet meet and greet I am not hard up for no meal I am not hard up for no meal so if it was good I'd give my number but if it wasn't okay it was really good meeting you i think that you are a really cool guy but yeah that that's it there's nothing after the but you know take care and i think when i did tender i went on two or three dates they were first dates and that was it <laughs> that was it that was it that was it that was it i met this one dude at the starbucks he got there before me and i guess he had ordered his stuff and when i get there he didn't even ask me if i wanted a cup of coffee like nothing and just tried to engage me in a conversation no sir no sir no sir no sir no sir i mean at least you can do is get the lady a cup of tea or a cup of coffee at starbucks but you're gonna bust down a fucking chai latte and a blueberry muffin in my face and you think i'm just gonna sit here and have this conversation no mm -mm. so once again you don't have to do a meal but at the same time like jesus so um i know that it's hard i really don't have much (laughs) for this millennium stuff but just to stick in it Um, I know with a lot of my sisters and a lot of my brothers, it's kind of like you want to just say, you know, well, fuck it. I'll just, I'll just settle. He, you know, you, you have these standards and when they're not being met, it's like, all right, well, let me go back to the drawing board. And then you start knocking things off that really mean the moon to you. And I want to stress your standards are your standards. Just like your boundaries are your boundaries. And it does not matter how somebody else feels about them. If that's what's going to make you happy, it's going to make you happy. So don't let anybody emotionally blackmail you, guilt you into changing what it is that you like and advocating for yourself. And also, don't allow your friends to be like, well... This is what I like, so you should like it too. No, you are your own person. I really want to stress that because I see a lot of brothers and sisters who is just like, well, I mean, I'm out here looking and I can't find nothing. And my man, you know, he found, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or or my girl, she, she, she got a boyfriend and he don't do so-and-so. But I mean, she got a man, especially when we're crawling into these 30s, maybe even 40s. And that biological clock start ticking and we think that we need to be a slave to it. We don't. We don't. Just because you're getting older does not mean that you have to settle. I really want to stress that. Even my listeners who are in their 20s, you you definitely don't have to settle. Life just started for y'all asses. Y'all definitely do not have to settle. So slow that pussy down a little bit. Slow that dick down a little bit. And just wait for it. 
Also, as we are climbing into these summer months, do you? Like, really? Um, I always joke. This is the summer of ho. Do what it is that you want to do. Um, there are no rules. You know, it's hot. Live your life. And I really want to put this out here to my sisters who think that they have to live this cookie cutter life. Um, to be picked by a dude later on because they live this cookie cutter life and you're missing out on all of the experiences that are due to you while he ain't living his cookie cutter life and nine times out of ten he probably gonna settle down with a young lady who ain't living a cookie cutter life so please 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 live your life do your thing. Don't worry about what anybody else is thinking. Don't worry about what anybody thinks of you. This life was given to you to live. Not me. Not he. Not she. But you to live. So please live your fucking life. Please. <sighs> so. I know I said that there are no rules for the summer dating. But I do want to introduce some protocols. And they're not heavy, you know, they're freeing protocols. It's some 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 independent protocols that I want to talk to you all about. The first one, I don't know what it is about when it starts to get hot, how people want to release this unauthorized dress code for people, particularly my sisters. Oh, just because they make it in your size doesn't mean you have to wear it. Oh, um, I seen something the other day that was like, um, sundresses on a girl with no ass is a hospital gown. Now, I did think that that shit was hilarious because it caught me off guard. Um, but little booties matter. And if you want to wear that sundress, sis, you wear that sundress. If you want to wear them coochie cutters and you are size 18, 20, 24, whatever, wear them. Again, this life was given to you to live. Again, that's your credit card that's about to swipe that Fashion Nova outfit or whatever the hell, excuse me, whatever it is you're about to get, wear it. Because I'm going to tell you this, don't nobody say anything about when men wear shit. No. And I'm going to say the same thing to my men. <sighs> I know that there is a, I had to do the Drake side. <sighs> I know that there is a... A protocol if you will or unwritten rule um with the basketball shorts it's not for everybody you know if anything isn't for everybody the basketball shorts you know whatever but wear it just like i'm not gonna tell my sisters not to wear their sundresses or anything wear your basketball shorts you know now be prepared for some looks And if you ain't got nothing swinging in the summer breeze It might be a little The gall, the audacity, some looks of disgust But just like you might give A young lady some disgust for wearing her sundress With no cheeks We can do, we can do the same thing to you You know you, 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 We can do the same thing to you so it works both ways I want you all to do Whatever it is you want to do Especially for these summer months um, I know that I'm on something Called Operation Extrovert Again I'm an introvert I don't really get out I have a lot of things going on with running my businesses Kingston 
I'm working on my dissertation, um, my nine to five, I'm on tour and I really don't have time to get out, but I've made it my business to get out. I went to New York last weekend. I'm going back this weekend. Um, I'll be in San Fran next weekend for my um, my sold out tour stop out there. And then a the weekend after that, I'm going to Miami. And then a the weekend after that, I'm going to Philly. Like, and then it goes on and on and on. I'm going to Egypt this summer. Um, I have my girls trip to Jamaica um, for my tribe called Sis Brand. I'm going to take the ladies to Jamaica and just show them the island that um, <laughs> you can't see as a tourist. I, I'm going to show them the island as a local. So um, extrovert, link meet people that's a big thing of mine for my events is networking 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 and i know what it feels like to be socially awkward sometimes and to be an introvert but i had an epiphany yesterday it's not that i'm not a people person i realize that i am a people person i'm a good people person if you're if your vibe is off i'm a virgo we 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 pick up on that I ain't got shit to say to you because we just don't vibe right. So I realized I am a people person. I'm just a good people person, you know, and there's a difference. So um, get out here. Also, when you're choosing. Now, I like to say, <sighs> leave that heavy shit until October 1st. When cuffing season comes back around, if you're into that, you know, people, it, it seems that dudes always and women always want to be on some relationship shit when you trying to, when you trying to live your best life, your best whole life. Tell him that you will hold that application on file until October 1st. Tell her that you will hold her application on file to October 1st because summer awaits you, awaits you, awaits you, awaits you, awaits you. And again, quality just because everybody is on your jock don't mean that you need to entertain everybody who likes you i learned that very young just because you want to engage with me don't mean i got to engage with you i do that all the time with my cell phone just because you calling me and you want to talk to me that don't mean i gotta pick up my phone and answer if i don't feel like it so just because somebody likes you or whatever you know if that's not how you feeling this summer or if that's not how you're feeling, period, let them know. I also want to do some club etiquette. Sisters, please stop going to the club and allowing a man to buy you a drink, one drink. And if it's before 10 o'clock and it's that special or that free drink or whatever, we're going to fight. But allowing a man to buy you a drink and follow you around the rest of the night and monopolize your time this little eight dollar well i don't know how much drinks are anymore because i don't go out um but let's say ten dollars twelve dollar drinks it's not worth him holding you hostage for the rest of the night and you can't mingle and you can't network and you can't do what you want to do i've given men their money back like listen I don't want it if it's that easy. You don't own me. Like, no. Like, you. I came here to have a good time. Not to be all up underneath somebody or have somebody all up underneath me. That's why I ain't got no man. Now, if you want to take my phone number, be careful with that. You can call me later. But stop allowing these men to buy you drinks and then you just <coughs> hostage the rest of the night. Especially. 
especially if this man ain't bought you no drink. Especially if this man ain't paid for you to come in. So you didn't pay for your way to come in for your time to be monopolized by somebody that's bought you a watered down drink or ain't bought you nothing. No, sis, we got to do better. And men, stop thinking that because you've bought a drink, you know, that a woman owes you to stay around you the whole night. Stop doing that. You know, if, if, if it's meant to be, get her number. Y'all, y'all chop it up later. Maybe y'all hit up a Waffle House or Denny's, whatever it is y'all about. But come on. Like, stop, I hate seeing that. A dude buy a girl a bottle of water and then he just stuck to her for the rest of the night. Mm-mm, mm-mm, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. I also want to talk to you all about, I know that there's a rash of um, memes and ideologies about healers, um, especially being an empath and a healer myself, how, you know, um, I saw a meme that said, you know, what's your best, I mean, what's your worst dating fear? And um, the response was, you know, preparing or getting a man prepared for another relationship or something like that um bettering a man for his next relationship or whatever so there are people out here who just want to suck you dry who just want to use you as a motherfucking 12-step program who want to use you as a rehab you know and just want to drain you you are pouring into them and i'm talking about men and women I have to say that a lot. It's a shame that I do um, because a lot of my brothers don't think I'm talking about them. This goes both ways. There are a lot of people who do want you to pour into them and are just leeches. Yeah, it's 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 sad, you know, who want you to finish raising them, want you to finish mothering them or want you to finish fathering them. Definitely. But I also want you to know that there is something else on the other side of the spectrum not everybody wants to be healed. Not everybody is seeking out relationships to zap you dry. Um, there are people out here who intentionally seek mates who are on lower echelons than them due to low self-esteem. Excuse me, self-esteem. Um, I remember a few years ago, I was dating this guy, this brilliant guy. Uh, he's a scientist. Um probably i was in my late 20s and um this is when i decided to start my phd program when i first started it and he could not understand why i wanted to get a phd he didn't even understand why i start i went to grad school and when i got my master's degree and i was like you know what i want to do i want to get my phd why why do you want to do that you know i make enough we can get married um, I don't even know why you uh, went to grad school. Um, you know, you know how many women wish they were in your position. I make all the money. I make good money. You just stay home, you know, uh, have children. Whoa, <laughs> I'm not a baby making machine, you know. Um, and so I had to part ways with him because you're not going to stifle me and you're not going to make it seem like you're the only person with hopes, dreams and aspirations. So um, I chose to go to school. The fuck? You know, and I ran into him a few years later. Um, No, I ran into him a year later. A year later, he was dating this young lady and um, he was telling me about her and he was like, you know, yeah, you know, so um, she's a single mom and, you know, she lives in the in the projects and, you know, whatever. And I kind of like 
thought to myself, like, that's peculiar as hell. You know, like, all right. You know, I didn't know that. Okay, cool beans. And they ended up getting married or whatever. Um, And, you know, he told me plain one day. He was like, um, she's not the first young lady that I've dated who a lot of people are like, well, she's not on quote unquote my level. And I hate that word. Um, But what people need to realize is I'm the prize. Because I know that she's never dated somebody like me, a professional, um, a scientist, a this, that, and a third. I know she's not going anywhere. I know that I don't have to worry about anything. You know, um, and she was she was a bit overweight. And, you know, a lot of his friends were just like, you know, this isn't what we're used to you. We're used to you, to you with, you know, shapely, curvy, whatever. Um, and he just was like, I know that I, I, I have, I have faith and I have confidence that she's going to stay in her place. And I was disgusted. And as a sister, I was incensed because you're preying on somebody based on their social economic status and you're playing with her emotions. You aren't looking at her the way she's looking at you. And I can tell you this same story um, from women. Women do it too. So I want us to also be mindful when we talk about, you know, oh, everybody wants to zap me and everybody wants me to be their 12-step program or whatever. There's also dudes out here and women out here who do the exact opposite. And if you're one of them, you, you, you stop, stop playing with these people emotions this is what snap marathons snap episodes hln all of that is made out of so stop doing this that that's that's just that's not cool you know at all i want to go into the letters the dear nikki's so again I do have a Dear Nikki section of the podcast that I want to start doing. Um, I do have a lot of women. I I also do um, sessions with women and men. And, um, you know, we, 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 we split it. We split it open. And, you know, I dig. And I I put that mirror up to their face. And, um, I enjoy doing them and I get a lot of DMs and I can't read all of them. I don't even like reading my DMs cause I don't even know sometimes what I'm going to open it up to and Kingston is always around me. So, um, I wanted to create the dear Nikki where you can send me an email about your dilemma. You know, maybe, um, right now you might not be able to do a session, you know, maybe you can't afford it or it's just not in your budget. You know, or maybe you like, I'm cool. I just want to make sure I'm not tripping. And I also do live. So I still do my therapy Thursdays on Thursdays. And sometimes I'll do a live. And a lot of times um, when the men and the women write to me, they can't say everything they want to say because they're being interrupted when they're typing to me by other people putting in their stuff. So I was like, you know what? Let me do a sound and concise um, portion of the podcast where, you know, I just listen and hear it out so um i had i picked two so i have not read these um i like the element of surprise and i want i want to be reading it and getting my 
my responses and my reactions right along with y'all. So um, I have two of them that I'm going to read out. Um, and when you send them in, you can remain anonymous. You don't, I'm not going to say your name. I'm not going to say your Instagram handle. I mean, unless you want me to, um, and you can sign off however you want to sign off, you know, confused in Indiana or something like that. You know, them dear Abby, uh, columns from back in the day. So, Hey Nikki. So I need some advice. I need some advice about a situation that's weighed heavy on my heart for some time concerning my baby's father. I'll start out. I'll start off by saying he's not a bad guy. Mm, when they got to start off by saying that. And I love him very much. But as family, at this point, he's never been physically. Okay, wait a minute. I'll start off by saying he's not a bad guy. And I love him very much. But as family at this point, he's never been abusive. And although I'm not certain he's been faithful for the entirety of our five plus year relationship, he's at the very least done so without me finding out. In parentheses, she says, although my heart feels he has. So I can't hold that against him, unfortunately. Oh, and he loves his girls very much. And he takes them every weekend and almost every day off he gets. But he does live with his mother and an additional five other family members. So he gets a lot of help. Anyways, I'm not with him because he doesn't appreciate me and isn't emotionally or intellectually capable of loving me the way I need and deserve to be loved. His mom did a half-ass job raising him, in parentheses, loved her sons and raised her daughter kind of of woman. And being with him would be signing up to raise a grown man, a grown man that shows no higher ambition with no guarantee of anything ever changing. Because some people just are the way they are. I've sorted much of this out with the guidance of yourself and many therapy Thursdays, by the way. Oh. So anyways... Now, I went through hell the last two and a half years going through school, pregnancies, PPD, postpartum depression. Um, for those of you who aren't um, familiar with that, um, sometimes when we have our, our babies, um, we as women, um, we, we get something. Some people refer to it as mommy blues um, where we sink into depression. Um, and basically, we're trying to cope, make sense what have you with a new addition we have had a a life change we've had an altering a, a life altering event and um i want everybody to know um y'all out here romanticizing these babies the novelty of babies wear off quick and then you realize once you stop putting three four five six goddamn outfits on this person every day this little person every day and y'all throwing all these snapchat why do y'all put snapchat filters on these babies why 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 i seen a young lady out with a baby and i was like who baby is this and she said this is my baby and i said baby looked totally different than what she got on the gram and what she got on snap and i was like oh okay i see why you be doing the filter got you stop it Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Y'all hold y'all belly that whole nine months. I can't see enough maternity pictures. Y'all just maternity picture, dark line uh, down the middle of the stomach the whole fucking nine months. And then when y'all had a baby, first y'all was hiding the babies. Now y'all got these filters and we filtering the babies. And we don't even know what the baby look like when we see the baby in real life. You know? Just throw a little Valencia on the baby if you need to. But stop putting these freckles and these motherfucking... Uh, mouse ears and all this other stuff on these churn and let them be churn let them be picnic them um 
so anyways now i went through hell the last two and a half years going through school pregnancies um postpartum depression family issues and a very unsupportive boyfriend and have preserved to put myself in a great position i have a great career with many growth opportunities that i love i was able to get my own place again and pay all my bills by myself and my dating life is on point cute baby daddy who now decides he loves me so much and just wants his family back i've given him chance half a chance and a few times these past couple of months and constantly being reminded why i can't be with him he's literally like leaving living with a teenage boy that babysits my kids for me but will never contribute to household cleaning jesus christ put on cheese he'll help with groceries and small chores when i ask but he doesn't make enough at his job to pay half and really contribute to bills however having him at home has allowed me the freedom to have time to myself weeknights which has been very beneficial to my career in a few ways plus just the benefit the personal benefit of some time spent with friends and loved ones outside of mom mode but now i'm trapped between this 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 rock and hard place i don't mind him staying here to help and spend time with his daughters but i don't feel it's fair that there would be two of us yet i'd still have to be the bill payer and the primary caregiver his job pays him little but he's been there for like seven years and is comfortable i roll and i can't force him to apply places and interview well I suggest he get a sick second job since he's off three days a week, but I doubt he'd ever. He let me work part-time while I was pregnant while he enjoyed his three days off. I just don't know what to do with him. I feel terrible separating him from his girls more, but it also kills me that they stay every weekend there because I really can't stand his mama. Any insight? Thanks for reading. Love you, queen. Now this right here is just a motherfucking abomination. <sighs> this this right here is just a shame. Why does he have to live with you to help you take care of your kid? I understand that there is some comfort. I understand that there is some convenience. But on something that I call the back end, the ends do not justify the means. They don't. Uh, if he has a lot of help at home with the, his mama and the five family members, and uh, how many bedrooms is that? Mm. Um, uh, mm. if he has a lot of help at home, why can't he watch your daughters at the house? I'm just trying to find a way to say this. No, fuck that. You you got to let this dude go. You have to let this dude go. This man sat and watched you work while he enjoyed three days off when you was pregnant. Yes, pregnant. Are you serious? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. He might be good with the children, but he has shown you how he feels about you. And he has shown you that his comfort means more to him than your discomfort. And I'm going to tell you something. As a woman who makes considerably more than her ex-husband and child's father. um, Hell, as a woman who takes care of her child by herself. Your ability to care for your children do not relieve him of his responsibility to assist you. Hold on one more time before I get this tambourine. Your ability to take care 
of the two children, I have many children because you said babies, that you produce with this man does not relieve him of his responsibility in assisting you. I don't give a damn how much and how good he babysits. And um, what is he really contributing financially? I mean, it's great that he's spending time with the girls. I love that. Especially our girls. Our girls need our fathers. Um, But at the same time, you're cutting yourself unnecessarily. Because as you say, he has help. So uh, send him back to mama's house, putting his name on orange juice and all of that. And you have to set boundaries with him because clearly this man is not really concerned with doing what's right. Clearly, this man is not concerned with being fair. And here's one for the books. You ain't feeling him like that no more. Why is he living with you? That's one, two and three. He's stifling you and you'll move on because who that I'm going to tell you this. I don't want to fuck with nobody who's living with their baby mama. Excuse me. I don't want to fuck with nobody like that. I don't give a damn if you babysitting. I don't care. You know? So, you're stifling yourself. And you don't have to. Because he can care for them if he's on his own. And also, you're just passing the buck. You're picking up that baton from his mama. I just talked about that earlier in this podcast. Why are you trying to finish? Well, you're not even finishing raising him because you're allowing him to do the same thing his mama allowed him to do. That's why he's so comfortable in being complacent with you because you give him familiarity. You give him what he grew up with, bare minimum. He all, all he has to do is bare minimum and you do all the work. So, of course he's going to do the bare minimum. You're allowing it. You can't expect somebody not to cross a line that you don't draw in the sand. You need to set boundaries. You need to get him up out your house. Oh, Lord, you need to get him up out your house. You need to get him up out your house. And also, it sounds like you're a little bit codependent on him, too. So you have to ask yourself, is it worth... You know, being able to hang out with your girls or being able to whatever, whatever. Does, is it worth it? Because it doesn't sound like it is. Ma'am, you need to get out. Get out. Get the fuck out. T-H-E-E. Do you hear me? And I love you back. But yes, sis, you are stifling yourself and you are cutting yourself short. And you don't have to. And I'm going to leave it at that. I hope that was enough for you. But um, yeah. Here is the second one. I've been in a two and a half year relationship. My boyfriend and I get along great. We can laugh and joke, be serious and supportive. Fun and flirty and wild as much as reserved. However, we are both passionate and sensitive, which makes us stubborn and defensive. Moving on to the issue, when we had met, he had just moved in with his grandmother who had a medical issue. Short backstory, what short backstory? I guess long story short. 
His mother passed away tragically three years ago during a time when they were rekindling a broken relationship. So he still suffers with that. I'm sorry to hear that. His mother was the caretaker of the family. His aunts are no help to the family, only takers. He feels obligated to take over the position his mother would have held. So he moved in to help his grandmother recover. Well, over the last couple of years, life has happened and he has not been in the financial position to move out. I have my own place and neither of us have children. Over the course of our two and a half year relationship, I have only been seeing him consistently one to two times per week. Occasionally, when I make a fuss, he has spent the weekend over or the occasional work night over, but it is not enough for me for a two and a half year relationship. Of course, to him, nothing he does is time that he seems to not want to give up. I'm sorry, of course, to him, nothing he does is enough. And for me, all I'm asking for is more time that he seems to not want to give up. When the topic comes up, it's always wordplay. He, quote unquote, wants to see me more, but but sometimes he simply does not, quote, feel like leaving home you see where he lives you see where he lives is closer to his job but it is also in between his job and my place each way from where he lives is about 20 minutes on a good day without traffic time is literally the only main issue we have in our relationship not 20 motherfucking minutes um and he feels that his circumstances are what is hindering our relationship I can't wait to get to the end of this bitch I feel like he is not trying enough because I have offered three options and he shoots them all down one move in two I'll give him a key to come and go more easily oh lord I gotta hurry up and get to the end of this shit cause you got me fucked up and I ain't even in this relationship three spend weeks at home to help and weekends with me for quality time Now I have spoken with him about the possibility of him having someone else. And I do not believe this is the case. And oddly enough, I actually do not question how he feels about me given some of his other actions in our conversations. He has mentioned having some feelings of inadequacy due to his financial struggles and living situation. He also battles with some pride issues such as who is more educated, making more money, And has expressed that he will not be one to follow the happy wife, happy life motto. I honestly do believe there's an issue holding him back and he is not sharing with me. Whether it be a combination of things he has already shared or something else adding to it. This tug of war has taken a toll on our relationship and has exposed our differences. I take on challenges and prefer to rise to the occasion where it seems to me he is simply sulking. We have decided on taking a quote unquote break. Because although he quote unquote thinks we should break up, he does not quote unquote want to break up. But what does that mean and what is the point? He says this will not work until he is able to move out on his own and then he can move forward. I have my own thoughts on this issue and can possibly assume what the response would be. But I would really appreciate some professional input. Obviously, there are some things I left out for the sake of not writing a book, but I think I hit the major stuff. Thank you. Drained and bothered. Girl, reading that drained the fuck out of me. I don't know what it is you don't get. He ain't fucking with you the long way. Plain and simple. You are not a priority to him. Plain and simple. You too are not a priority to him. T W O, not two two. I mean T O O. Um 
you're not a priority. A relationship with you is not a priority. Building with you is not a priority. And a man sees you as competition. The man is in all the, the writing is on the wall. The signs are there. And you know that they're there. This probably ain't got dick to do with his grandma. This probably ain't got shit to do with Miss Estelle. Nothing. Because you can't keep a man from a woman he won't. A man to move hell in hot water. And you talking about the, 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 the time difference. I know people who live hours away from each other that see each other more than y'all see each other. 20 minutes? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I commute an hour to work every day. 20 minutes ain't shit. Shit. She's naive. I wish I could get to work 20 minutes with or without traffic. He is showing you. Let me pull this back up. He is showing you that he don't fuck with you and he's not even he's not even willing to bend. You've given him three options. First of all, what the fuck he need to move in with you for? Second of all, what the fuck he need keys to your place to come and go as he fucking pleases? Third of all, what the fuck is wrong with you? No ma'am. No ma'am. You are giving him all of these cheat codes and he's still not taking them because he's not interested because (laughs) it ain't where he's at is where he want to be and he don't want to be there. I don't know if it's another woman. I wouldn't be surprised if it was, but it might not be another woman. It might be. He just ain't fucking there no more. And what I need for you to do, sissy poo poo, is I need for you to read that shit on the wall and get the fuck on somewhere. I need you to be the one to put you as a priority because he clearly does not. I need for you to stop beating this dead horse in the middle of the street with a K. I need you to stop scratching yourself out with a K. And I need you to move on. You ain't got no churn. You ain't got no picnic him. Y'all don't have no ties together. You don't have no ties, period. I didn't mention you. So you said y'all don't have children. You said you didn't have children. Um, Move on. If any time the universe was trying to tell you something. And you know what? All right. You want to take a break or whatever. That's cool. What does a break look like to you? Does that mean you're going to pine over this dude? Do you mean you're going to let this summer 2018 of hoe just just fall by the motherfucking wayside and be disrespectful to the ancestors? Is that what this means? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. And you've given him the upper hand for so long that he's comfortable in just doing the bare minimum the bare minimum and again i always say familiarity is comfort you might be comfortable with this bullshit because that's what it is because you're familiar with him two and a half years two and a half years and this is where we are two years ago promises was all you motherfucking heard wait a minute let me motherfucking finish no ma'am no ma'am Two and a half years, you, you, you ain't nobody shitting. Both of y'all need to get off the pot. 
No, ma'am. Let it go. Either temporary and in the interim, you do what you, you need to do. You live your life. Okay, now I'm going to give you some motherfucking choices. <clears throat> I'm going to give you one or two things. Break the fuck away and get the fuck on with your life. Oh, I'm cursing so much. I really need to work on that. I've been trying to, you know. And I'd be like, I'm telling my mom. I'd be like, mommy, I need to stop cursing. And she'd be like, fuck that shit. Speak your shit. You can either break away and get him the fuck on up the street or wherever the fuck he going to grandma house you know make sure she have her little insulin make sure she's taking the geritol you know mixing up the pudding the jello pudding pop whatever watching motherfucking matlock and shit with her in the heat of the night whatever the fuck he over there doing with grammy leave him the fuck alone permanently and move on or what you can do and you know i'm about to say my favorite word is boundaries take your separation y'all are on a break and what does this break look like to you that will keep you peace? Because boundaries really are sanctions that you put down that protect your peace. So you need to see, you need to ask yourself, what does me being peaceful look like on this break? You know, where he don't get to call when he feel like, like ain't, ain't, ain't nothing changed. And when y'all do get back together... What boundaries do you set so we don't press reset on this motherfucking clock again and snooze? So that's what you need to ask yourself, madame. But if you ask me, now you, I didn't give my professional opinion. If you ask my personal opinion, I think you need to get the fuck on. And that's not dead radio silence. That's me waiting on you to let this sink in. Um, you need to get on. No hard feelings. You know? Um, you need to figure out what the lesson is in this. Because every relationship shows us what we want and what we don't want. What we need and what we don't need. What we going to tolerate and what we not going to deal with. What we love and what we hate. Take your lessons. Don't tell yourself that you didn't waste your time. Don't waste no more time because moving forward, because you know what's, what it is. So moving forward, if you do decide, yes, you will be wasting your time. But, yeah, you need to break away. Because this is, this, this is depressing. You gave him three choices and he said, no, none of the prices were right. Nobody was behind door number one. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. This is just, this, this is not going down on our three. So, think about what I said. And you know, you know what to do. And I think that deep down, you do know what you need to do. Sometimes we need to hear it from other people. But I think that deep down, you know what you need to do. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's my time. I got to go and pack my little bag for me in Kingston and go um, hide all of his shit in my trunk um, for his birthday. Because he's going to open up his stuff when we get to, um, when we get to um, New York. But um, I did want to leave you with some, some things. 
Um, I want you to tune in next week to Nikki's Thoughts. I want you to make sure that you subscribe to my iTunes, Nikki's Thoughts. Um, rate and review my show. This is my first show, y'all. So, you know, take it easy on me. Um, and I just wanted to just shoot the breeze with y'all and just get a feel for what I like and, you know, what I want to do. Again, I am a, uh, a, a Virgo and, you know, I'm learning not to try to be so much a, a, a control freak. Just let things flow. So, um, and I, I enjoy myself. So, um, make sure, subscribe to me on iTunes or Google Play um, and or both. Um, rate and review the show and make sure that you follow me on social media. So my main page is at Nikki's Thoughts and that's N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. Um, I do advice like this every day. I do posts like this every day, raw advice, raw thoughts. I mean, <laughs> follow at your own risk. Um, I also have a blog thoughtsofanicole.com that you can check out uh, my black sauce brand <laughs> I have I make organic bath potions just as I have an uh, organic bath and body line everything you can think of massage oils um, scrubs potions sage I, I love yoni products I do yoni steams I have yoni eggs I have yoni detox pearls I have statement apparel I have accessories everything you can think of I got it, you know. I know when I was first, uh, I, I like how this might go. It, it make me sound real good, but I got it. Um, so yes, www.blacksaucellc.com, and also my Instagram is at blacksaucellc. Um, I do have a page that is dedicated to 100% sisterhood and women empowerment, particularly for my sisters of color, and that is at a tribe called Sis. So make sure you're following that at A Tribe Called Sis. I am on tour um, with a seat at my sister's table. That is my other brand. And basically it's dinner events that I do in different cities and states. And we have unlimited wine. We have dinner. And I just life coach. We, we have conversations like this. Um, what I've learned with a lot of sisters, particularly those who have sought um, mental health services or therapy, they really can't relate because nine times out of ten, their therapist is a middle-aged white or a white a man or woman who really can't relate and I talk I, I give it to you just like this I'm gonna heal you but I'm gonna talk to you like your sister I'm not always like this sometimes I bring it in a little bit um but make sure you're following that page and that is at a seat at my sister's table and my website for tickets tour tickets and locations it's www.aseatatmysisterstable.com so I will be in San Francisco on June 9th that's sold out um, my my stop after that is Philly and that's July 7th I will be in New Orleans August 4th I will be in Vegas September 2nd and September 10th through the 16th I have my Queen's Power Trip retreat in Jamaica I'm taking 12 ladies I don't know more than that um, to Jamaica and I'm going to um, show them around and we're going to live like locals but we're also going to do workshops and I have a yogasm chick that I just love and she does yoga that's connected to your orgasm and to your yoni and it's just like we, 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 we live in our best life um, I'll be in Chicago 
October 6th, I just added a New York stop because my New York stop last month sold out twice and I had a wait list too. So I created a a seat on my sister's sofa. So basically we're going to set up things that are like, we're going to set the ambiance like my living room. You know, and like you're just coming over your girl's house and, and we on couches and we talking. I got the hottest. Um, what am I trying to say? Spoken words, sisters, singers, dancers, poets, authors. They're coming to perform shit that, you know, we go through pieces that appeal to us and that speak to us. This shit is for us. We're going to be on some FUBU shit in um, New York. And I just added that today. So tickets went on sale for that today. And that is October the 13th. And it will be held at the acclaimed Jolie Studio in Brooklyn. I absolutely adore Jolene. Shout out to Jolene. I love you. I love you. I love you. Um, I'm just going to give y'all the ones for this year. Uh, Houston, November 3rd. I'll be in Orlando, um, December 1st. And I lied. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do January. I'm bringing it back to the DMV, which is um, my stomping grounds, on January the 5th. So um, go online, www.acededmysisterstable.com, and get your tickets. Uh, I also do tutoring because I'm really big on education. I, I talk shit, you know, but I got education, some substance behind what I say. Um, I am a nerd. Don't let my mouth fool you. I am a, a brainiac nerd. And I love, 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 love cultivating um, my brothers and sisters, especially our babies. So we do tutoring services, online tutoring services. Um, we assist with your personal statement, any steps that you need to attend college, grad school. Um, you want to go get your Ph.D., Anything like that. Um, we focus on STEM, um, science, technology, engineering, math. So if you have um, children who, you know, sometimes our babies, they don't get what they need at school. Um, that's another topic that I, I'd like to talk to you all about at, on another show. But um, make sure that you're following that page. And that is Black Sauce Enrichment Center. I think that's everything. I also have I Just Want My People to Heal on Instagram. But I'm still working on that. But I, I think, oh. And Kingston, he has his own business. He does like uh, culinary stuff. Like he infuses honey. He be making tea, muffins, all types of stuff. So make sure you check my baby out. Um, www.kingstonskitchen.com. He is a 10-year-old and he is a CEO. He's a boss making his own moves. So make sure you follow him on Instagram at Kingston's Kitchen and, and order from him. www.kingstonskitchen.com. He can stay out my pocket. So it's been so beautiful talking to you all. Thank you for letting me ramble. Um, thank you for sending in your letters. So if you'd like to be considered um, for me to read your letters and give you some advice, sending your questions to thoughts of a Nicole at gmail.com. So thoughts of a N I C H O L E at gmail.com. So tune in next week. I'm not going to tell you what the topic is going to be about topic is going to be about excuse me but it's going to be bomb so again thank you for tuning in and i appreciate your support make sure you're subscribing to me rate and review talk to you soon hey